To watch for crappens, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me today is the one and only hilarious and wonderful Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Hi. Hi. Um, it is a crappens on demand day, which means you don't have to just listen to us. You can watch us by going to patreon.com slash watch for crappens. And if you support us on the crappens on demand level, that's where you get to watch us. And you also get access to our Weekly bonus episode. Um, we have decided to switch things up a little bit this week. Um, our bonus episode this week will be the Real Housewives of Dubai reunion part one, because we decided that for one of our main episodes this week, which will air, we'll have that later on our feed. We're going to do a trailer breakdown of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and we felt like we wanted to do that on our main feed. That will also be Crappens on Demand, so you'll be able to watch the trailer with us as we comment on it. We do a shot-by-shot breakdown. We have a lot of fun when we do those, so that's something to look forward to. Also, BT Dubs, um, on Monday, it's Labor Day here in America for our international friends, so we're taking the day off, so all our recaps will be... Uh, starting on Tuesday next week. So winter is crappening, Atlanta, all those things will be on Tuesday because we're taking the day off. It's vacation time. And I think we're going to be adding real girlfriends in Paris to the lineup next week. So check it out. Yeah. Okay. We, be ready for that. Yeah. That looks really funny. I mean, we have to watch that. Listen, we don't often get to talk about the Zoomers in the world, okay? We get the boomers. Yeah. So we're excited to mock some Zoomers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's your two aunties coming at your auntie and your uncle <laughs> coming at you to mock the kids of Bravo. I know. I feel like we haven't gotten a chance to truly do this since the heyday of Gallery Girls and Princesses Long Island. So um, this will be, I mean, technically Summer House has some of them, but it's not the same as you just know that Girlfriends in Paris is just going to be absolutely ridiculous. So I'm actually so excited for it. Um, so that's the, that's what's on the ske- schedule for next week. But today, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Wow, what a it's been off the air for two weeks. <laughs> so much has happened. Wow. Okay, so the show goes off the air at last. Well, it didn't go off the air, but it was a rerun last week, and obviously, you know, everybody's thinking, okay, they're re-editing, right? Because this is the big Aspen trip. So we're wondering, well, what are they going to re-edit? I mean, who are they going to give a Saint edit to? And I was really worried watching this that Rena was about to get a Saint edit because Rena on her Instagram, which we're not blocked from, so thanks, (laughs) um, said something like, um, I got stuck on blocked and I forgot what I was going to say. Wait, oh yeah, she was saying, um, well, we're... I only got one week, one week of grieving on this show. That's all they would put in about me. One week of grief. And thanks a lot. Something like that, like complaining. And so this week they gave her like a whole five-minute scene of grief and stuff, which, you know, is sad. But, uh, I mean, it is sad. But it's like, okay, was that a request thing? And I was like, if this is going to be edited down to be like poor villains, 
I'm going to be pissed. Mm. Okay. I'm going to be pissed. And then the second half of the show began. <laughs> I know it's, <laughs> they did not do that. If they gave anybody a good edit in the first half, they were like, screw it. The second half, you're all going down. I know people have, I mean, ever since last week when Botgate descended upon us, wherein several bots besieged Garcelle's son, which is still just one of the most disgusting thing that's ever come out of the Bravo universe um uh people have been really feeling like this show has entered the toxic zone um a la roni a la i'm assuming dallas also i mean i don't the show i think the show has been in the toxic zone for a while i just think it's i think it's actually more the stuff that's happening outside of beverly hills on social media that is actually the most toxic which is making the show seem more toxic than it might actually be because i mean you had the bot thing and then this week Diana Jenkins sent out cease and desist letters to like our friend, our friends, Lara and, and Carrie at sex unique podcast, as well as many other like Jezebel, but also just like random Instagram accounts. I'm like, man, I'm sorry. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm just, this is, this is not how you do it. Okay. Like you don't go after, if you are this super, super wealthy woman, you don't just go after random Instagrammers. I mean, it just, it's so, it's just like disgusting. Like it just like what a vile, what a vile piece of shit she is, honestly. Yeah. Diane is a huge piece of shit. So anybody doubting that, uh, just watch, yeah. just watch. Cause it's all in the episode. It really is. So yeah. Yeah. It's definitely all the social media stuff. Cause if you watch a show, it's like, what's going on? That's really that bad. You know, I mean, it's not really that bad. It's fairly light. Yeah, it's fairly light. I mean, until today, well, it's been fairly light fights. And then um, social media has been nuts. And Rena has been a huge part of that. I mean, she started out the season on social media with that whole, you know, it, it, Instagrammer guy who was claiming to work for her. And then she posted his stuff and then she was blaming Kathy. And then she, they all said it was a lie. And then she was blamed. I mean, it's been so completely loco this whole season, but it's all on on social. I mean, if you don't really follow this stuff on Instagram or whatever, then how would you know? So, but the yeah. show, but, anyway. but the show still is like maintaining its tried and true like base level toxicity, which is that like the Fox Force 5 get together and basically just try to get someone off the show, right? Um like Z-Way actually, I mean, Z-Way, you know, uh Z-Way uh the comedian she she tweeted out something like this is exactly what happens. I mean, it's not she's not the first person to say this, but she just said it today, and so it's like top of mind about like, of course, you know that you know they did it to Vanderpump, they did it to Denise, they're trying to do it to Sutton. It's like every single season, this is like the vibe of the show is like let's all get together, and even when we're having fun, Kyle Richards will just come in. And just make it toxic. Be like, oh, by the way, remember that thing that you said? I feel like you really have to speak up. And then they all dogpile on one person. <laughs> and it's just, it's yep. gross. But what is better about this season, I think, than the normal seasons is that they're showing them doing it. Yeah. Whereas in the other seasons, they make it like, what? They're not possibly doing this. Yeah. This is just all Vanderpump selling stories. And I mean, isn't it convenient that it's in Vanderpump's voice, the, all the wording in this story and blah, blah, blah. I mean, Denise, the whole thing with Denise, like, Denise, why are you so angry? Yeah. Why are you sending cease and desist? Whereas this year, they're really showing them. And 
and they're showing them unravel. And I think it's because you have Garcelle and Sutton who are like, fuck you they, guys. Not gonna, I mean, especially Garcelle. Mm-hmm. Because Sutton does backtrack and cries and like tries to become friends. I was just joking, which we'll get to later. But she tries to win the approval of the other housewives. Garcelle does not give a fuck, nope. you know. And they're both they're both calling them out on their bullshit. And you see them start to unravel. And that's what makes it really fascinating. I mean, this one, watching Kyle just lose her damn mind mm-hmm. was hilarious. We don't get to see that very often on this show. Kyle's very good at, after season one, Kyle has been very good at hiding her tracks yes. and pretending she's a really good person. Yep. Even though we know on this show that she is not. And I've been telling you for years, she's been very good at covering her tracks. Not this year. Not this year, man. Yeah, they're, they're giving her the shit that she she deserves. Because I've always said, season one, Kyle is always the best version of Kyle. Where she just sort of let there her... There is Kyle scat all over the trail <laughs> this year. Okay? But yeah, I think You're that, not fooling anyone, I think that man. Sutton and Garcelle, that is a combo that is not going to back down from this group. I think that they have they have found their match in, an, in a very surprising um, alliance. So anyway, let's start it. So Also, if you want to hear uh, more discussion about the social media stuff, we didn't really do too much of it on the main show, but on Take a Seat, we talked about it this week. So just go to Spotify yeah. and look up Take a Seat. Yeah. Okay. And, but, and join us on Monday night. And Take a Seat will not be on Plug. this week, by the way, because of Labor Day. So there's that too. Yeah. So um, anyway, so let's get into the sh- episode. So it starts four days before the big Aspen trip. I mean, this Aspen trip has been hyped up to no end. And uh, we see Dorit cuddling a dog in, in a car because she's driving along with Kyle. And Earl, I don't need to hear Dorit doing dog talk. Okay, <laughs> Dorit's human talk is annoying enough, but Dorit with a dog. Oh my god, you sound like Julia Child in a fucking uh, garbage disposal. Shut up. <laughs> Just like Julia Child beatboxing. <laughs> So then, <laughs> by the way, I also have to say for our Crappens on Demand watchers, my AC has gone out and we're in a brutal heat wave in Los Angeles right now. So if I get exceptionally shiny over the course of this, I apologize. But let's just, you know, we'll just, we're just, I just have, I'm going to, I'm going to be shiny. So anyway, so Dorita's like, she's like, Kyle, it was really wild last night, Kyle. Interesting and wild. A little bit all over the place, Kyle. It was wild, it was crazy, it was insane, it was magical, it was dystopian, sodium-free, lackadaisical. Are you going to listen to me, Kyle? You're going to say something? Do I have to keep coming up with adjectives, Kyle? Because Kyle, of course, as Kyle does, pays no attention. Kyle's like, oh my god, look at my hair. Look at my hair from last night. <laughs> Dorit sometimes sounds like she's about to launch into like um, a long-forgotten Mary Poppins song, right? She's like... It was wild and crazy and indubitable and strange and funky and happy and all the things glorious. I don't know. I'm doing a very bad job of that song. Scrumpty dumpty super califragilistic expedalidocious. <laughs> the music chimes in. So um, uh, anyway, Kyle tells us that um, um, after Rena's party, we went to the polo lounge and our husbands met us and we continued to party and be overserved. And when are we going to learn our lesson? Guys, we're just like wacky and fun. 
Well, isn't that the statement for the season? When are we going to learn our lesson? Also, this is very Kyle to use this term. We just continue to be overserved. You know, Kyle putting the blame on somebody else for her drunk ass. I hate the term overserved. I hate that term. You served your damn self. You drank it. Stop blaming everybody else for your ass being drunk. It's a very Kyle term. Yeah, and now Dorit's like, but I do feel, gee, if I can. Say so myself, Finn is having some extreme reactions. They're not very, how would you say, chic. So not having dealt with the mother's passing, and now I think it's all a a build-up. And by the way, we get a lot of Dorit doing her water flick, you know, with her hand when she does this. You know, this is a crap is on demand thing. She sort of flicks her fingers like she's flicking water in someone's face. She did it a lot last yeah. season when she told Garcelle, it's like, little jabs. I'm getting a lot of little jabs from you, jabs. And I felt like her like finger flicking was really strong this episode. Yeah, basically, if you did it on your like trackpad, it would show you all of the open apps. <laughs> what she does, she's like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she's like, I don't know if it's because she was van deserved, you know, I'm not sure, but extreme reactions, Kyle. And Kyle's like, uh, yeah, she was yelling at your house, and that's when I first noticed it. And then she went from one extreme to the next, and I thought, you, yeah, you two were real fucking Dr. Phil's over there, okay? I love I love that they're noticing the subtleties of Rinna's extreme reactions, finally. <laughs> I know. But also notice the way they don't, like, quote-unquote, attack Rinna for her, like, her wild and often inappropriate reactions the way they would like Garcelle or Sutton about something small, like our, you know, Sutton would say that she, you know, doesn't like the way a certain fabric feels. And then Kyle would be like, so Sutton, the other day you were saying you don't like the way this fabric feels. I just, am like wondering, cause I feel like you used to like that fabric. So I just want you to be honest with us. They'll put her on blast for anything, but for Rinna, no, no, they'll just let her be, you know, crazy right now. Yeah. So Kyle's like, you know, I mean, I get it because I was, you know, physically ill for two years when my mom passed. But I mean, Rinna's extreme reactions are only to Sutton. So that's weird. And then Kyle tells us, you know, with uh, Rinna, everybody just really needs to reserve judgment. I mean, here's Kyle just apologizing for everybody yes all episode long except for the one who's like bullied by every single person on here i mean crazy so then kyle's uh so dorit's like well i don't want little sot sot to feel like it's a pile on at the same time though she needs to make her points better i'm gonna stop i'm gonna suggest she start exclamatory sentences with the word By the way, they're like, she needs to make her points better. Well, last episode, and then they show a clip of, of Sutton, like, not be, like, being long-winded, not being the most, like, glib. And they show from last episode where she starts trying to make a point, and then she stops herself. She goes, hold on, let me, let me think about a better way to say this. And Erica, if I remember, interrupts her at that point, and then we get sidetracked into Erica and Garcelle. I'm like, well, if you want her to make her points, give her the space and the time to make her points don't interrupt her and then make her feel like she's got to get it all in in one quick soundbite i'm really on one today yeah. ronnie i'm like angry i'm just like <laughs> i think everybody who watches this show is on one today i mean this was just a clusterfuck so kyle's like you know it's like sometimes sudden says too much and sometimes she causes the drama and, you know sometimes she's scared to speak up and rock the boat and i mean sudden really makes it difficult really really difficult 
It's not the five and, people uh, coming for Sutton. It's Sutton who makes it difficult. So Dorit's like, well, sometimes I think she needs helpful advice and support. Just another thing coming at her isn't going to help, <laughs> you know? And so Kyle's like, yeah, we need to really help her. We need to help her. Oh, let's see how that yeah. turns out, everybody. Also, have you noticed that Dorit, the women on this show are the biggest copycats, okay? Kyle is the worst offender. Right. She, if she sees a sweater you're liking, she will, or if she, blah, blah, if she sees a sweater you're wearing that she likes, she will have that sweater. Yeah. Possibly as her flooring. I mean, I don't know. She's a crazy <laughs> person. Um, Rena copies everybody, you know, obviously. Dorit, did you notice Dorit is now looking like Diana? She's like, well, she needs advice and support. <laughs> but she's like, and puts her entire tongue she's out. She's going to do it wrong. No. <laughs> I'll tell you what needs a cease and desist from Diana, her tongue. So, um, yeah, now I got tongue all over my own. Okay, so Garcelle. I know. So I need a paper towel when we recap the show. <laughs> I know. Back. So now we go over to Garcelle's house. Speaking of Diana, and Diana shows up, and Garcelle goes, Bosnia. She's like, Oh, we, 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 it's Bosnia. Bosnia's here. I'm mortified. Look at, look at this. This is back to front. I'm wearing jumpsuit back to front. Mortified. <laughs> yeah, she comes in just laughing at everything. She's just the most carefree person, guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, the one who was calling Garcelle difficult to know and standoffish last week. This week is like, oh, look at me, backwards dress. Oh, no, 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 no. So um, Garcelle's like, so how much did you drink last night? And she's like, well, I didn't want Parana to stop. So I took too far. I took too far. Yeah, she's like, that's how high, look at, this is how hungover I am. And Garcelle tells us, this is not a Diana fail. It's a team Diana fail. I mean, where's her party to say that jumpsuit is on backwards? At which point, I'm sure, I'm like, oh, wait, hold on a second. There's a message here from Christine12345 that says, Diana looks great. Shut up. Oh, and here's one from Robert563269. Diana's a goddess. Shut up. Oh, wait, here's one. This one is from Rolando5977. Diana looks good front ways or back ways. Wow, Roddy, I never knew she had so many supporters. <laughs> um, so they're talking about how Diana posted terrible pictures of everybody on Instagram, wasted with their eyes closed. And she's like, oh, oh how did I catch Kyle like that? Kathy, too, I'm so mortified. That was the first good thing and, Diana's uh, done all season, I'd like to say. <laughs> That picture of Kyle. Or Kyle's like, <laughs> and she's just cracking up. And Garcelle's like, well, listen, um, I know everyone says, well, you know, you should. we want to get to know you outside of Sutton. So here we are. Get to know me. What do you want to know? The fireplace is electric. The butterfly is crystal. What else can I give you? <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, yeah, Garcelle's basically saying like, you know, things started out, out rocky with Diana, uh, but she's hoping that she can find the soft side of Diana, which I'm like, oh, that's sweet of Garcelle to sort of compare Diana to a advertising jingle for Sears in the 90s <laughs> that get to know the softer side of Diana. So, um, cause she is sort of like Sears, just sort of like in our lives somehow, but does anyone really <laughs> enjoy it or like, is anyone like a fan of Sears anymore? Has Sears ever been inside of a store? <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> so, uh, uh, Diana's like, oh yeah, because if Sultan was here, none of these would happen. 
none of what would happen. You wouldn't laugh about putting your clothes on backwards and lick your face 30 times in two minutes like a cat that crawled through a fence made out of lint. (laughs) What wouldn't happen, Diana? What's so crazy about what's happening right now? And she's like, you know, even now I'm backing away from her to see who she really is. Like, is she a malicious person or... Is she just, you know, I'm waiting for you to add some adjectives. <laughs> Gonna let you finish malicious. this one, Diana. You have to come up with the adjective yourself. <laughs> wow, so rude. Okay, I'll go. Misunderstood. I was going to say malicious again, but okay. <laughs> the dot, dot, dot implied malicious again. So double malicious. It was dot, dot, dot imply malicious or cut fitness. You decide. I don't know. I haven't decided. I don't know which way to go. Here comes one right now. And um, Diane is like, oh, but I'm excited for Aspen. It's my happy place. And she's like, but why are you staying in a hotel? I mean, surely Kyle's tiny little wood-smelly house with bunk beds sounds fun, doesn't it? (laughs) And she's like, oh, it's for the best. Because I need to know the environment I'm going and what to expect it served me well. It has served me well. She's like, you know, I mean, you're going to think I'm so weird, but I send in Ghostbusters to cleanse the energy. I'm like, you know, those are just maids cleaning dust. That's not actual Ghostbusters. Dust is little ghosts. <laughs> Ghostbusters, is that why your face is always covered in slime? <laughs> Who are you going to call? Cut fitness busters. That's how it goes. What? <laughs> Is Harold Ramis working your tongue? Like, what, what the hell? So Garcelle's like, oh, so you do an exorcism. She's like, they cleanse energy. <clears throat> Huge facelift. Yeah. And she's like, I do believe certain things carry energy. So I do bring in experienced energy cleansers. I just wanted to say I do one more time in this phrase. (laughs) And uh, then we see a clip of Diana's vacation rental in Maui. And the cleansers are like, don't, 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 don't cleanse, cleanse, cleanse. The people who take advantage of rich idiots, it's it's astounding to me. And I always used to think like, God, those people are such like leeches but now after seeing diana i'm like you know what good take her money <laughs> she's an idiot you deserve it you figured out a way that you you could, could con this idiot into into throwing money at you you got yourself a free trip to whichever location you're going to god bless god ghostbusters god bless yeah and she's like i want to go around the world and take them everywhere and they can cleanse the world with me garcelle's like God, I thought I was a flake. <laughs> so, um, uh, so Garcelle's like, you know, she, Garcelle just has a whole thing of like, oh, I mean, I like crystals. <laughs> well, do I think she's crazy? Absolutely. Do I want to try it? Absolutely. So, um, yeah, Diana's just laughing. Like, oh, were you ready for this? Oh, my weirdness. <laughs> I'm so crazy and fun loving. <laughs> So then we go over to Rena's house, um, which is not a crazy, fun-loving place um, today because Lois. It's a Lois scene, and it's really sad. It is. And I have nothing to make fun of in this Lois scene, so I'm skipping it. Say whatever you'd like. Yeah, I know. It was It was actually a, a nice – it was a nice moment. I mean, it was it, – it was – I did not feel like it was performative by Lisa. I thought, it was an, I thought it was a nice moment. It was a sad moment. And, you know, RIP Lois. So now yeah. we go over to Mauricio playing uh, 
he's like playing a little putt putt in the backyard. They did you? I feel like we've seen it, but we have seen it before. I don't remember if it really struck me before. Maybe it has. Maybe I'm about to have an identical rant as I did a year ago. But like on his putting green, there's like a giant dollhouse. It's almost like a replica of their house that's on the putting green. Did you notice that? No. <laughs> it's just there. I was like, is this a doghouse? Is this a dollhouse? It's like the sort of thing you only see in that's horror where movies. Kim is. You know? Kim's out there. What'd you say? Kim's out there. <laughs> She's just coming to the window going, Ego East. <laughs> you know Kim's out there. Thank you for getting my house back out. <laughs> it's strange. Anyway, so uh, he's Mauricio's putting and Kyle's trying to putt also. Of course, she can't get the ball into the hole. Her totally wild dog is running around with whatever toy, not listening to Kyle. It's just like a typical backyard day in, in the Richards household. Kyle and Mauricio have this obsession with like backyard braggery yeah have you noticed that it's really weird like kyle when they moved into this house kyle got the lisa vanderpump wish version of the swing yep the like pink swing and then she like had a scene where she wanted to speed walk around her backyard because it's so big (laughs) and now they're like look we can golf here it's like great i mean we know you're rich like i get it i've just never seen somebody so proud of backyard space i mean these two are really like backyard braggers yeah they are um i agree i kind of feel like every time we go to their backyard they're just trying to show off something else they've put up there so um kyle is also (laughs) it's really weird i mean i hate outside i just don't understand people are like yeah like do you remember that show i think it's on hgtv where it's like the two bro kind of guys i think they're gay but they're still kind of bros wasn't that bravo the backyard, backyard no, envy. I, yeah, I saw one of those, but then there's another one on. Um, one of them does the inside, and one of them does the outside. Mm. Some HGTV thing, and I just hate the one who does the outside, just because he does the. I'm like gross. Like you spend all day somewhere I hate. Like I have no interest in you. Was you know? was it the backyardigans? Mm, no. Oh. Um, so it doesn't really matter. Don't watch it. It's horrible. It's about the outside. <laughs> it's about That's why I can't watch Survivor. I cannot watch Survivor. Survivor like, Go inside. Play cards. You know what I mean? There are better games. Listen, I'm with you. My favorite thing was when it would rain and recess had to be inside at school. <laughs> like, I get to draw. Yeah. That was the best. So, um, Kyle, they're doing, like, wacky husband-wife things where he's like, oh, you really need to, like, focus on the ball. She's like, oh, my God, I know what to do, Mo. And so she's like, um, but we're going to Aspen, so let's talk about that. Did you hear from the plane people? Is the plane ready? Oh, using a private plane for personal business? Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Which, by the way, congrats to Erica Jane, one of her 9,000 lawsuits she won. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, two of Tom, I think it was co-counsel of Tom's, were suing Erica, saying that she knew this whole time that Tom was using that money when he wasn't supposed to. And the judge found that, no, that there's no proof of that. Wow. So EJ Global is still named in the suit, but Erica's not. Oh. So I don't know how that works. Wow. But, you know, congrats, Erica. Congrats on the biggest news of your year coming out on the same day as you going, I only give a fuck about myself. <laughs> Fuck the victims. <laughs> yeah. Great, great, great developments. You got to love the timing of that. Like, finally, Erica has something positive to post on her Instagram. 
the same day as fuck Lawson's fuck widows. I would not say that Erica Jane is really known for timing, unfortunately, and that goes for so yeah. many different aspects. So um, yeah, ask anybody who's ever had a musical instrument around her <laughs> or tried to play a click track, even. So um, they're just talking about getting the like. Kyle's like, "Do you have the plane ready?" Which I feel like was also just Kyle's way of flexing that they have a plane um, or have access to a plane. And uh, Mauricio's going to come along on the trip because he's like, uh, yeah, there's uh, no way I'm going to let you guys uh, uh, <laughs> go go to uh, Aspen with these uh, beautiful snow conditions. So I'm going to come along, too. And also and she's like, good. Can you walk storm? Because I'm afraid of bears at night. Like Kyle with always like a new phobia. Although I think a bear phobia is like a totally solid phobia. But I just feel like. I feel like Kyle would be right. afraid of it's a not a phobia, it's reasonable fear. I feel like you know? Kyle though would like use that in like a totally non like applicable situation. Like, could you go to Costco today? I just I'm afraid of bears. You're like, well, Kyle doesn't really work that way. <laughs> and I like that Mauricio's like, Oh yeah, there's amazing ski conditions. You know he means Diana's gonna be there. He's like, I'm coming. That lady's got the best blow of anybody I know, okay? <laughs> Fill the plane up. It's worth it. It's business. It's business. So Kyle's like, um, yeah, you know, growing up, Kyle's, uh, Mauricio's family had a home in Aspen. What? I'm, Aren't we supposed to yes. believe that Mauricio was cooking beans in a can over a, a trash fire until you met him and helped make it him rich and whatever? Right. What's going on here? What's this new story? Yeah, no, like, exactly. I, I always, I thought it was always, I always felt like Mauricio clearly seemed like he was from a very wealthy family. And so I always thought it was interesting that she was saying that they were, like, scraping together pennies when they were younger. Also, by the way, this entire yeah. moment, I was like, why do we need to have the backstory of why Kyle used to go to Vail, but now goes to Aspen? She's like, well, you know, when we first started dating, we used to always go to Vail because his family had a home there, but then we just fell in love with Aspen. So finally, in 2019, we bought our first home there. I'm like, thanks for the backstory on why you changed ski mounts. <laughs> this has really enriched the entire show and our experience of watching it. But isn't Vail nicer than Aspen, or is Aspen nicer than Vail? I'm I too think poor it's... to know this answer, but I feel like we've learned on Bravo the answer, and I just can't remember. This it. has been a low key debate on Bravo, I believe, wasn't it? This this was something that has reared its ugly head both with Ramona Singer and with Austin and Landon, right? Didn't Austin and Landon have a whole scene where she's like, uh, "I love Vail," he's like, "Are you insane right now? It's Aspen, not Vail." <laughs> Yeah, I'm not really sure, but I would guess that that's why she changed cities. It's like, we're richer now. But um, I don't know. I thought Vail was the nicer one. Who knows? Um, so, um, I mean, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, this rental home I got you. It's like one of my favorite homes in Aspen. Yeah, and Kyle's like, oh, my God. Yeah. I. Th by the way, I saw that link you sent from the agency. Thank you so much, Mauricio. Yeah. Another season, another plug of an agency property yeah. to find at. So PK and Dorit um, are packing. Well, she's packing. And he's just sitting there watching, you know, as PK does. And she's like, so Eric, Arena and Carl with Carl's. And then I'm at your house with Sutton, Garcelle, what's a face and who's a buns? <laughs> and Diana got her Sweet. own hotel room. So PK's like, so you're not staying with Kyle, babe? She's like, no, G, because Kyle has only three bedrooms. But truthfully, Sutton and Erica are not great, and we have to have two separate houses. But I'm fine. I'm cool. I'm totally not upset about this at all. I will not at any point go up to Kyle and say, you're always putting me in 
different houses, Coyle. What's up with that, Coyle? What a flick, what a flick. Why do I have a feeling that Dorit's the only one that's seen this house and knows she doesn't want to stay there? That, I think, Dorit's is like, very Why would fair. I want to stay next to the laundry room in a bunk bed? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be trusting Mo's rental. I think you are totally correct. I didn't even think about that because when we do see the house, I couldn't tell. Was it a um, was it a duplex? Was it like a did it have like a shared wall with another house? I couldn't tell. It kind of looked that way. And I feel like Dorit would not like that at all. It looked like it once they were inside. Yeah. Right? And from the exterior, it, like it sort of weird... had like from the exterior, it was like this one big house, but it was like split down the middle in terms of like the exterior. In terms of like one yeah, side conf- was painted one way. I was confused because this house is busted, okay? I know that things are really expensive there, but this house is bullshit. That kitchen is small. There's not enough bedrooms. I didn't like it. Of course, it was put up right next to that. I mean, on screen right next to that amazing rental. Yeah. I mean, the rental is amazing. Well, and also so. like um, this is – wait, where did they – on Orange County, did they – they went to Aspen also, right? Wasn't there a trip to Aspen? Not to Vail. Right? They went to Aspen. They said that... It, they went skiing. Well, they weren't to... It was the... I did not have sex with multiple <laughs> No, no, no. Not that trip. I mean, the most recent trip where they they went to Colorado. It was a Heather Dubro trip. I believe. They flew on Heather Dubrow's plane. Um, and the point is that they also had an amazing house there. The other women on this have an amazing house. So Kyle's house just sort of looks janky on Bravo. Sorry to say. It does. It does. It looks sad, which I loved. I like to think of Vanderpump sitting on her couch like, mm, wow. Rosé had a bigger house than that, <laughs> I know. Didn't she, darling? So um, PK's like, well, um, are you sure you're going to be all right with your anxiety? And she's like, I'm going to go through emotions if I've got them. I want to know how to process them. And so she's talking about, you know, being triggered, being away from home, and he's going to be in London again. And is he going to fly there to save her if she's upset? And he's like, oh, like I did in Mexico. Great call. That was great getting a call from you in Mexico. She's like, thanks a lot, VK. Yeah. Oh, this couple's so romantic. Can I call you in the middle of the night if I reach for my water and it turns out still cold because I'm using Jamie Lee Curtis's very chic hot cold water cup. Gee, technology. So back with Mo and Kyle, um, Kyle's like, yeah, you know, um, Dorit's still nervous. Um, and she was nervous in La Quinta, but now she's going to stay at the rental house. I mean, isn't that going to make her more nervous? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. And Kyle's, and Marissa, well, uh, uh, well, you know, uh, hopefully she'll, she'll be more. Con- I'm just going to say anything so I can get back to actually like using my golf clubs. So Kyle's <laughs> like, I mean, this is so stupid. I mean, this is like. Girl stuff. Like, both Garcelle and Sutton unfollowed Erica. It's, like, silly. Guys don't do that, except for when guys do do that. But I can tell you, when a woman does it, there's a reason. It sends a message. I'm like, I hate to tell you, Kyle. Everyone does it. Okay? Everyone does it. Guys do it, too. And everyone's doing it to send a message. Okay? Yeah, the message is, I don't like you. (laughs) So, what's your point? I know. And so, Kyle's like, well, I mean, I didn't even know Garcelle unfollowed me. Until Rinna told me, and and I had a nose job at that point, so it was like super uncool, and it was so ridiculously stupid at this age that we're even acting like this. But if they unfollow you, I mean, that's a statement. That is a statement. <laughs> You're like, oh, Kyle found something. Kyle got a bone. She's bringing the bone. 
So now we go to uh, now it's like we're inching even closer to Aspen. But every every scene feels like it's the day before. I always expect the next scene they're going to be taking off. But we go through like 25 minutes of packing on this show. So now we have Crystal packing with Miss Lucy. And Miss Lucy's like, you have too much clothes. And she's like, um, she's like, no, I just need more bags, Miss Lucy. Wacky scene. Come on. We're doing a wacky packing <laughs> scene, Miss Lucy. <laughs> So then uh, Sutton is with Joshua, and she's like, um, I need to get this winter coat in the bag, and it's very big. And he's like, you're going to need a whole suitcase just for that silver jacket. I mean, what is it? An inflatable mattress? She's like, okay, well, you know what? See, if you can make this into a really small ball, you motherfucker assistant, okay, do it right now. So he, like, squeezes it together. And then he puts it into the bag and it like deflates into most of the bag and like, what are we going to do now? It's a big drama in Sun's life Mm -hmm. right now. So Cherie and Garcelle are FaceTiming about packing and um, Garcelle's like, I mean, this disco party, I I was hot. Let me tell you, I was hot about Erica. I don't want anything to do with her or to talk to her. She could be on fire and I do not have water for her. And Cherie's like, "Uh, you're going to at least spit on her. I mean, come on. Garcelle's like, ha, 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 no. So then um, now it's one day before Aspen's. <laughs> we're still not. So now it's like they were all these people were packing two days before Aspen. That seems pretty extreme. So now it's one day before Aspen. And uh, now Crystal's FaceTiming with Garcelle at 11.45 a.m. We get like this timestamp, even though I don't think we get any more timestamps or the timestamps, if we do get them, are totally irrelevant. So Crystal's like, are you excited for Aspen? And Garcelle just sort of shrugs like. Mm. Did you see my last scene? <laughs> <laughs> and Crystal asked her, did you read TMZ? Oh, my God. TMZ was all about Erica. And she's like, oh, I mean, hello. We're talking about it on the show. We talk about pop culture. And she's like, oh, my God. I wonder if you can get out of that because that's, like, kind of awkward, like, talking about your friends. I mean, what if all 14 of them stop calling you back? <laughs> Sorry, am I projecting? <laughs> and by the way, for people who, for some reason, are not, did not hear anything about this controversy. We get the headline that says Erica Jane refuses to hand over $750,000 diamond earrings after trustee learns that Tom Girardi bought them with client money. So Crystal's like, I mean, that's like a lot of money that would pay a lot of victims. Like those earrings were paid from the company. Like that needs to go back period. Yeah. And, um, you know, she's like, I mean, we're not going to talk about it. I get it. But like, of course, we know it pops up on our phones, so everybody knows. And she says, yeah, one thing I learned about Erica last year is if she wants to share, she will. But she doesn't like to share, so don't push it. Uh, money or uh, information. But by the way, it's so like another... we see a clip of... Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's another example of, like, they respect Erica's boundaries, this group. But, like, Sutton, they're just, like... They're afraid of her. Yeah. That's the only reason they respect those boundaries. They're scared shitless of her. I don't know why. But so you were going to say there was a clip of something. Oh, just of the reunion where Crystal's like, I mean, I guess what people would just say is that, you know, like, where's your anger towards Tom? Like, you've got so much anger towards everyone else. And Erica's like, oh, really? What's the I'm angry enough for you now. <laughs> like, no, you're more a cartoony villain. Not really angry, though. But, you know, try. 
So now everyone's on the everyone's at the private plane, and then Erica's like doing some weird like boozy monologue where she's like, "Everyone knows Aspen is for the elite, okay? It's beautiful, it's quaint, it's luxurious, it's everything that people who've quote unquote made it, it's where they wanna be." I mean, I've been to Aspen a million times, flown on my own plane. I'm like. Oh, she gives the dirtiest look. She's so bitter. I love it. I love it. It's like, oh, yeah, flew in on my own plane. <laughs> she's scowling. I was like, okay. <laughs> I also just love, like, that they do. I love that she still bra- brags about that. It was your own plane. It was for company use. You were using it illegally, A. Eh? And uh, who paid for that? All right. Like, Erica is like, she has no fucking sense. So then um, Kyle's like, well, my husband is here and he's used to all girls because our house is all girls. Yeah, we know, Kyle. We fucking know. You've been on the show 10 million years, girl. (laughs) My husband, who I've been married to for 26 years, is here, guys. We were on The Knot. Did you ever see The Knot? It's a catalog. So the, the... My husband is here, and let me tell you, he lives with a bunch of people who would unfollow each other on Instagram. I'm telling you that. <laughs> Speaking of Girls. which, so, um, and then, but just in case, there's still, like, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle just needs to sort of, like, announce her all the great things in her life. She's like, guys, my niece, Nikki, Nikki Hilton, you may know of her. Yeah. So she texted me. She said, oh, my God, dropping my mom off at the airport to try to make a connection is like leaving an infant on the curb. Isn't that hilarious? And then I texted Paris, but she didn't respond back, which is funny because we're basically twins. So maybe she already knew what I was texting her. I don't know. A twin sense. Anyway. Commercials. Here comes one right now. And Kyle's like, I have so much planned for this week. It's going to be great. But tonight we're just going to roast Sutton. Okay, everybody. So come to my house. Okay. Um, so then uh, we get to Aspen and they're driving and Crystal's like, oh my God, look at those houses on the side of the road. Those are like 10 mil at least. And Grisso goes, on the road? <laughs> so <laughs> the only person with any sense. Yeah. Like who's going to pay $10 million to live on a freeway? <laughs> and then they like, they drop off Diana at her hotel and then um, the, the, the Kyle group is at her house. They're walking up into her house. And Kyle goes, guys, don't fall on the black ice, guys. Don't fall on the black ice. I'm like, Kyle, it's just called ice. <laughs> when it's daytime, it's called ice. It's black ice at night. I'm <laughs> just want- No, isn't black ice like when it's like super frozen or something? It's like there's frozen ice under under the snow ice. My understanding is that when you're driving at night, it looks like it's a normal road, but it's actually icy, but you can't tell because it's night. So therefore it's called black ice. No, I don't think it has to be night. I think it's uh, black ice. Is a th- I just know from like traffic people going, oh my God, watch out for the black ice. That's terrible. I think it's like super frozen ice that's under the mist and the snow. And so people don't see it. And then boom. So black ice, sometimes called clear ice, is a thin coating of glaze ice on a surface, especially on roads. The ice itself is not black. Visually transparent, allowing the often black road below to be seen through it. So I guess there's no conclusive evidence of whether Kyle really was wrong or not. But I'm really glad that I I took the podcast to this place. You're welcome, everyone. Me too. <laughs> I feel like we're all leaving still not understanding what black ice really is. And that's important. Well, it's more like we're leaving not understanding whether or not Kyle had black ice on her walkway. <laughs> 
So then they go on a tour of Kyle's house, and everyone's like, cute, precious, which I don't think are words that you want to hear um, <laughs> when you're giving people a tour of your house. Yeah. Oh, adorable. What little mice can live in here? But they're all saying, like, cute. And then we go to the rental house, which is, like, amazing. Okay. It's, it's amazing. Like, There's an elevator and a person who works there named Jenny. He's like, hi, I'm Jenny. Welcome to the non-shitty house of the episode. I know. She goes, this is literally the Aspen house. Okay? Like, this is as as good of a house in Aspen as Kyle's is as bad of a house. Am I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, this house has custom woodwork from Europe. Kyle's house has some Home Depot fake stones that are glued onto the walls. <laughs> You're going to like this one. We don't have bunk beds here. We have bunk rooms. Rooms that are literally stacked on top of other rooms or take a ladder to get to them. Also, custom woodwork from Europe. Oh, fuck off. You can't find wood. You're in the mountains. I know. You're literally in a city named after a tree. <laughs> <laughs> you're literally in Aspen. It's a tree, everyone. So, uh, Kyle, so anyway, uh, meanwhile, Kyle and Erica, Kyle is mortified because her Christmas lights are still up. So she's like yanking them down off of like her railings. And Erica's like, it's fine, Kyle. She's like, no, it's not. We have to be better than the other house. It's not. We got to take them down now. Other house, five beds, downstairs, alone. There's an entertainment room, a wine cellar. And Rena's like, Kyle. This is so cute, I can't stand it, because it keeps cutting back and forth to, like, Glamour and Kyle, which was cracking me up. Uh, so then, um, private chef at the other house, okay, as Maurizio, like, struggles to bring in booze to their house, we see the private chef at the other house. And then Kathy arrives at Kyle's house, and Kathy's like, wow, you look very cozy, cute and petite. Has everybody already used all of the poor adjectives? <laughs> Are there any left? Yeah, she shows up. She's like, I've had three hours of sleep in four days. Like, okay, Kathy, whatever, you know. And Rena's like, oh, Kathy, we got to get you into bed. So um, they basically, she, Kathy's just like, she's holding a pillow and she's in slippers. And Kyle is mortified. She's like, Kathy, you went to the airport like that? Like in those shoes? What if people recognize you? She's like, they don't. She's like, yes, they will. She goes, I wear a mask. She's like, but people can still tell because I did no. tip off TMZ, my sister's at the airport wearing slippers, and they may have gotten some unflattering shots of you. Oops. They can't tell. It's a Richard Nixon mask, actually. People just hand me money. It's kind of funny. <laughs> and the producer's like, so why hasn't Kathy ever been to your house in Aspen, Kyle? And she's like, um, um, you know, mostly taste and money. Um, but, you know, I'm sure she's supportive. We've never really invited her, though. <laughs> I mean, she can afford a hotel. <laughs> Okay, she can afford a hotel. So Kyle gives Kathy the bunk bed room. Yeah. I mean, seriously? And you wonder why she turns against you all the time? Who does that? Yeah, she tries to sell it. Like, actually, Alexia says this is the most comfortable room. She always chooses this. So, yeah, it's Alexia approved. Kathy's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's see here. Uh, uh, can? Who's Can? I don't know. Oh, Kathy. So <laughs> now they're in the kitchen. They're talking about skiing. And Kathy's like, 
I don't know if I'm going to ski. My knee bothers me. Uh, it gets bad because of my ear, because I can't really hear. And so when I hear people whizzing past me, even though I can't hear, but now I hear people whizzing, which is kind of a slight noise, but I hear it and I get nervous. So I start skiing really fast. And then I put my poles out like this, like wings. So people don't come near me. I scare people. Don't I, Kyle? Don't I scare people? Well, yeah. You're <laughs> you're doing a starfish. You're speeding at people with weapons. Very sharp weapons, Kathy. Yeah. She says, and if I have to smack them a little bit, I will. It's like, great. So um, now mm. Diana is getting dressed by Leah, her assistant. And she's like, I'll be the first to admit it. I'm high maintenance. You know, I'm very happy to be staying in a hotel. I'm protecting them from me. <laughs> and she's licking her lips and just being generally awful. Yeah. So then um, Garcelle, uh, everybody from Garcelle's house goes over to Kyle's house for the night. So Rinna, of course, is like, Doreen is <laughs> here. It's like, wow, Rinna's really losing steam. Yeah. Bless her heart. Doreen is here. Ah, Altitude sickness. Ah, <laughs> ah, put some batteries in Rinna. She doesn't have enough oxygen in her lungs just yet. She hasn't acclimated <laughs> to, the, to the altitudes. So then Diana shows up. She's like, it's so cold outside. I already had a nosebleed. Um, I'll bet you did. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't so turn Maurizio's, that into something. Yeah, I'll bet you had a fucking nosebleed. So Maurizio's spraying down the grill and um, cooking with his cowboy hat and fog is coming out of his mouth. He's like, God, I don't delete people from Instagram. I don't need a goat. I'm a man. Yeah. I'm a man. He, he definitely dressed up like the Marlboro Man for this moment. He's like, he's out there like, yeah, we're going to barbecue in 60 degree Fahrenheit. I'm like, okay, well, that's dedication to the craft. So um, that so he's barbecuing, food's coming in, Crystal's like, Crystal's like, can I help in like a real way? Which I thought was like a really funny thing that she said because it sort of implied how, you know, like everyone else around was like, what can I do to help? Okay, I moved to placemat. Okay, you're all set. All right. <laughs> Uh, and Mauricio is such a guy in control of the grill, right? He goes, I don't need anything. But she goes, yeah, I mean, I think your husband needs some tables. And he goes, no, I just need a place to put stuff. She goes, like tables? <laughs> and then Kathy is like, um, the corn, well, can't we grill the corn? Just throw it on the grill. And they're like, no, we're going to boil it. And she goes, but can't we grill it? Why, why don't we just grill it? And he's like, well, we can do that, but you'll have to eat the corn 20 minutes after the food comes out. So, I mean, do what you want. She goes, oh, do we have utensils here? Kyle, which steak should I take? She's like, I don't give a fuck what steak you eat, Kathy. <laughs> but where's the butter for the corn? Where are the napkins? And they're like, Kathy is the most demanding guest we've ever had. You need fucking forks. It's yeah. dinner. You need forks, dinner, napkins, and butter, Kyle. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, it's not unreasonable to be like, can we, th why don't we throw the corn on the grill? And by the way, you know, even if the corn <laughs> takes 20 minutes, there'll still be plenty of food on everyone's plate. Okay. Cause no one's having more than a nibble. Okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they're trying to make Kathy look like this crazy person for wanting grilled corn. And then she's like, the corn's not cooked. Mm. <laughs> So um, Kyle's like, I know she's not easy, but for us to be together means a lot. We've come so far. And then we see a clip of them crying at the reunion. And Kyle's like, we've, yeah, she's, she's, I mean, I mean butter on corn. <laughs> okay, Mrs. Gates. <laughs> okay. So then Rinna's like, hey guys, look what I found in my room. Look what I found in my room. 
It's like a Ouija board. I'm like, so does Kyle, like, <laughs> we know that Rena just brought that, but I like the implication that there's just like a random Ouija board hanging out in the guest room. <laughs> like, amongst all the Western paraphernalia, there's also a Ouija board that she just happened to find. So, you know, Kyle's always up there like, Charlotte Ray. <laughs> Do you remember ice skate? Do you remember roller skating with me? Sure. <laughs> yes. Judy. Can you take the good but not take the bad? We just like no. So yeah. You suck. <laughs> I just needed that to spell out. G oh oh Hi, Kyle. I don't want to spell it all. Goodbye, Kyle. She's like, well, my God, Charlotte Ray's actually speaking through the Ouija board. <laughs> She's like, wait a second. Is anyone out there? Um, what? W-H-A-T-W-A. Is this saying what you're talking about, Willis? Now, that's just crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, they're all going to do um, Ouija, to which I say, I hope the ghosts have a good legal team, because if you say the wrong thing, ghosts, you're going to get a cease and desist from Diana. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> I'm suing Ouija. <laughs> I'm suing the ghosts. I'm suing the ghosts. <laughs> I'm, enough is enough. I'm sending cease and desist for all these lies the ghosts are telling about me. Hey, ask the Ouija what I did for Haiti. Mm. <laughs> Maybe Ouija sends bots, not me. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kyle's like, oh, my God, we're going to play Ouija. And um, Diana's like, I'll watch. I'll watch and throw out the occasional C word. <laughs> and Erica's like, this always leads to disaster. So they're like, okay, so what should we ask the ghost? And Kyle's like, um... Can you ask the ghosts if we'll be able to work out our issue and have a good time on this trip? <laughs> and then Rena just slides it to no. Yeah, and she's like, okay, next question. Will Garcelle find a soulmate? And Kathy goes, will who? <laughs> and then um, they're like, okay, we'll start with a boring question. So they like the it moves to a W, and Shri is like, W Garcelle? We share a W? Garcelle's like, yeah, we've already discussed this many times. We have to we have to find something else for you to talk about, Cherie. <laughs> we know you were worried, married to Will Smith once, okay? You're going to need to come I up know. with something other than being married to Will Smith once, selling fake purses on the internet, and asking for money on Instagram for blessings. Okay, Cherie? You're going to need to work a little harder. So Kyle is gets her fingers on the Ouija and she's like, why did Garcelle follow Erica on Instagram, Mr. Drummond? And Erica's like, really again? Come on, Kyle. We can talk about anything other than who follows and unfollows people. I'm not 12. I'm not 13. I'm not 14. I'm not 15. I'm not 11. I'm not 10. I'm not 2. I didn't make poo-poo in my diaper. I didn't just get old enough to vote. Who gives a shit? Am I old enough to go to I don't even fucking know the rules. How about that, bitch? The point is that Conrad Bain is busy up in heaven. He doesn't have time to answer questions about Instagram. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> And Gressa goes, uh, I unfollowed her because she called me a liar. And Erica just nods. She goes, yeah, well, I said that you were lying when you said that you cared about me. Which is not 
at all what you said. And Garcelle's like, uh, no, no, not about that. You said I was trying to bring the narrative that you were drinking when you were actually controlling the narrative. I mean, she's like, well, you also repeated it to Dorit. And when she didn't jump on it, you got mad at her. And then when you repeated it to Kyle, she said, I don't think so. I'm like, so she was just like, gabbing about shit that she saw that you guys all saw which is like what everyone does which is what the show is based off of like i cannot right. deal i hate this thing like you were talking behind my back it's like literally that's what this show is also why does kyle think that spirits have time to answer questions about instagram i mean like the spirits are there like waiting to be like i have a message from your great great grandfather that's fine but can you also explain why she stopped following her on instagram uh, I can't. I actually don't know what Instagram is. That was after I died. But uh, I have a message from your grandfather, though. Like I said, mm, sorry, is there another ghost there that can help? Thanks. It's like, account does not exist. I just got unfollowed by God on the Ouija. <laughs> <laughs> this Ouija board just so- gave me a 504 error. <laughs> Yeah. So we see uh, two weeks earlier Kyle tattling to Erica about Garcelle. And Erica's like, but you were repeating it. Yeah. Erica, she was describing what she was seeing, which is you showing up fall down drunk and belligerent to every cast event. Including. And saying, is she okay? That's it. If you don't want people to do that, don't show up drunk and belligerent, stupid. And that also includes you. Uh, cursing out her son, her 14 year old son, who really has gone through way too yes. much this season. And then For Kyle, um, and by the way, why is it like not cool that Garcelle was talking about Erica? But then when Kyle is talking to you about Garcelle, that's fair game. Doesn't make sense. Does not make sense. Um, I just want to say on Take a Seat this week, we were saying um, who. who is guilty of hiring the bots to go after Garcelle's son? And Wrong answers only, right? Because, I mean, mostly people think it's Diana and Erica and Rena and those guys. So uh, we were saying wrong answers only, and somebody said, I think it was Jax from Vanderpump Rules just to try to get the name Jax to trend again, <laughs> which I thought was so funny. That was – the wrong answers were wonderful, and I think we have to do that more often. So <laughs> so funny. So uh, then um, Erica's like, but so Garcelle, you were repeating it. You were repeating it. Yeah? And she's like, and I repeated it to you. She goes – when she goes when we had drinks remember (laughs) i mean so um we see a clip of that and uh erica's saying oh i wasn't i wasn't tipsy garcelle i was blacked out i was blacked out medicine i was taking medicine with drinks and i learned i can't do that and garcelle we're back now and Garcelle's like calling me a liar was a stretch I was hurt I was emotional and I did something about it I unfollowed her and that's it and Kathy's like can I say something okay look to call someone a liar I hate that there are three things three things I hate to call someone a liar a thief a pedophile. <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> Cut to Countess Luann texting what? Kathy. I'm sorry I called you a pedophile. Come mm, to my dinner party. Spelled wrong. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, a liar, a thief, a bear trainer. I just, it's just unfair. But of course, Kathy would stand up for that because, like, her bestie was my, yeah, Michael exactly. Jackson That's clearly where that came from. 
So Garcelle's yeah. like, you know what? Eric and I, we don't have to be friends. Erica's like, that's fine. We don't have to be friends. It's not all kumbaya. Garcelle's like, I'm good with that. Me too. So now Kyle is. Oh, and then, no, then we get the tss off, which I love when they do this. So Erica's like, okay, fine. We don't have to be friends. Tss. Great. Tss. It doesn't have to be kumbaya. Tss. <laughs> I'm good with that. I'm good with that too. <laughs> it's like Jesus, okay? You're about to start singing Big Spender at this point. It's like <laughs> Yeah, so Kyle now realizes like they couldn't get Garcelle because she was just like, here's my answer. I have no problem with yeah. it. I unfollowed the bitch because I hate her. That's why. Now what? And Carl's like, uh, but remember last year when you made a point to follow unfollow me and Rena? Oh, yeah. You and Rena, who were fucking horrible to her last year. What are you not connecting here, Kyle? Yeah. So Kathy's like, well, but you had your reasons. I get that. But, you know. Oh, oh sorry. This is Kyle who said it. Of course, Kathy wouldn't say this. Kyle's like, okay, well, Garcelle, you had your reasons. I get that. But today, Sutton said it was a joke. But with who? Because earlier on the plane, when they confronted Sutton about it, she said, oh, I unfollowed her. That was just a joke. So now... No, no, not they confronted Kyle. Her. Kyle. That's what I meant. Oh, so I see that you unfollowed them. It sounds like it was a joke. It was just a little joke. Oh, really? And now here Kyle is. Kyle's like, what was it. the joke? But with who? And Garcelle goes, between us. Because you know what probably happened was they were probably talking and they're like, that fucking bitch Erica. And Garcelle's like, you know what? I'm going to unfollow her. And, and you know... Sutton was probably like, you know, I'm going to do it too. And they do it and they laugh, you know, which would be not unlike something that you could imagine uh, Kyle doing with any one of the Fox Force five. Like, like that's it. That was the tone of it. I guarantee. So Kyle's like, so you guys get together and said, ha ha. I think that's funny. I'm going to unfollow Erica. I just don't get it. I don't understand why you would do that. Now, this is Kyle, who earlier made a whole big thing about how immature this was and how silly and how at our age we shouldn't care about this. And this is her literally turning the scene about it and trying to shame them about the thing that she allegedly doesn't care about. Also, the episode where she says that they should really try harder with Sutton because she's really getting it from all sides. Yeah. Right. So, uh, Dorit's... And also, we have to point out, Kyle is getting mad at this point. She's not just like, well, but why would you unfollow her? Kyle's like, you guys got together, and you laughed, and you unfollowed her? I just don't get that. And Dorit's like, I mean, I don't know what's going on with Kyle. We all have feverish fights. But I do think that there's a bit of stirring going on right now. Right at you. <laughs> yeah, she has Kyle stirring her cauldron with that with those pantomimes. I mean it's like it's like a vat. It's like a family size spaghetti and meatball dinner going on over there. It's like a bakery kitcheny. You know, those giant ones that sit on the ground. So Dorit's like, um yeah, something's going on with Kyle. And Kathy's like, but guys, by the way, guess what? Nobody cares. <laughs> I mean, don't take yourself to be so important. I mean, you're not that important. And Seth goes, that's what I think. And Kyle screams. She's like, it's not what's, that's not what's important. It's the intent behind it. I get now that you're upset, okay? She explained it, so it's done. But it's Seth saying it's a joke when it's not a joke. I'm like, sorry oh my, to raise oh, my voice. Kyle. I'm sorry to raise my voice. I just got used to yelling when I was on the set of Halloween and being pursued by Michael Myers, okay? It's hard to get out of character when you're a working actress, okay? 
And Sutton's like, well, she called me a see you next Tuesday. So, which was last year, but okay. And Kyle's like, okay, well, so then it's because of that. Then just say that. She goes, well, no one ever cared that she called me a see you next Tuesday. Did you? And Kyle's like, it's not about that. It's that. It's not a joke. That's my point. Are you kidding? (laughs) She says, stop playing the victim when she's actually trying to turn Erica into the victim of some sort of unfollowing conspiracy. And by the way, I don't believe that Kyle would take up about anyone that Erica would unfollow, you know? I'm wondering, I, I wish I could go back now. I wish I could go back and look at the headlines of who unfollowed who to see who Kyle st- stood up for. Because the point is this, is that she is coming down, Garcelle and Son, for, for unfollowing Erica. And if Erica unfollowed one of them first, Kyle would not say a peep. No, she's coming down because she wants Sutton to be open and honest. She's like, I'm talking about being open and honest in the group. And that's where I start losing respect right there. Because if you're not being open and honest, then <laughs> I'm bored. I can't even do this. I can't even do this if people aren't going to be open and honest. <laughs> she gets up and starts walking out. And then everybody's kind of over-talking each other and being like, Kyle, what's wrong? And she's like, I'm not dealing with lies and bullshit. Oh, God, there's Kyle, who's suddenly morally uh, having a moral crisis over an Instagram. That she's not even part of, by the way. That she's not, (laughs) it has nothing to do with her account. That Erica doesn't care about. And I also feel like a really bad, like, I think the worst thing you could say to someone saying, she called me a cut fitness is to say, stop playing the victim. (laughs) Well, hey, that's what she said when she said, I've had miscarriages too. I've had two miscarriages. (laughs) She was like, it's not about you, Sutton. And we don't even know about that. So Sutton's like, oh my God, it's Instagram. Like, oh my God. And Rena's like, it's not about Instagram. It's about what's beneath Instagram. You know what? Instagram. It's hurt, and Instagram is upset, and you're being defensive right now. You know what? Instagram is losing market share to TikTok, and Instagram is just taking a moment to grieve, and it's going to feel all the emotions, good and bad, and you have to allow Instagram to feel it. You have to understand Instagram right now. So Sun's like, by the way, I haven't heard y'all say one thing to me about her calling me. I'll see you next Tuesday. And Rin is like, but why would we need to? Why would we need to? Which is very funny that they they have everything to say about anything that Sutton says. But now when Erica says something about Sutton, she's like, why would we need to? And then Di- this is where Diana chimes in. But the whole fight is about standing up for Erica for being unfollowed. So it's, it's like yes. they're, they're totally they're yelling at Sutton for unfollowing and then saying, why would we need to stand up for you? Like, also, it's crazy. by the way, so, by the way, for Sun to demure and say, "Oh, I did it as a joke," I'm sorry, that is not to me the biggest infraction of of honesty or dishonesty. Okay, she at that moment she was saying, "I don't want to make a stink about this. I don't want to make this into a big deal." So I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, I unfollowed her because I think she's a total fucking bitch." I'm just gonna brush it off so that way we can have fun. And now they are grilling her holding her so accountable for brushing it off to try to have actually a fun time on this trip it's absolutely ridiculous so when Sutton says um i haven't heard one word from y'all about her calling me a cut fitness and diana goes but you are one though <laughs> and erica goes ah! a huge performative laugh <laughs> like 
She's like flapping her <laughs> wings with her bad weave, you know, weave tracks flying everywhere. Jeez. And Garcelle's like, what did you say? And then it goes, I said, she is one. Zing. And uh, Garcelle's like, that's not okay, Diana. That's not okay that you said that, you know? And Garcelle tells... And Diana keeps laughing. And by the way, Diana's like, <laughs> you know, I said it. Like wiping her nose. And Erica just keeps on... <laughs> and um, Garcelle tells us she hates that word. And you never use that word, especially from another woman. And Sutton's like, well, I'm having a very difficult time because... And Garcelle goes, because nobody's standing up for you. And she goes, no, no, it's not that. And then Diana goes, well, not everyone should be best friends. It wasn't civilized. Sorry. But at the same time, I can't stand her. So I always try to keep physical space. But, you know, how actually do you, like, let's say there's a bunch of women in the group, you know, and, like, you, who I don't like very much, but, you know, like, your best friend I don't like. You know, Garcelle? Like, I try to like you, but I don't like her. Diana, how many times does one person have to apologize? Yeah. I mean, she's pulling a Rinna, right? Where Rinna says, okay, we're good, Sutton. And then the second they're in a group setting... They just go at rail. Just starts going for her again. It's so old, yeah. you guys. Grow the fuck up. Also, when Diana does, like, even fake apologize, saying that wasn't very civilized, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that, Erica goes, what are you talking about? As if to say, like, no, it was good that you called her the C word, basically. And so... um, yeah, so Diana's like, you know, I watch things, I observe things, and just the way she does things, it's like, it's like very I don't slithery. Like. It's very slithery. Yeah, it's very I'm slithery. I'm sending cease to slitheriness. So, <laughs> so Kyle goes, let's talk like she's in the room, guys. Suddenly Kyle's going to defend her, which is so ridiculous. And Garcelle's like, yeah, you know, this is hard and nobody wants to hear this. And she goes, babe, what do you want me to say? You want me to go on behind her backs? You want me to hide it? And she's like, she's a human being. She has feelings. And Diana goes, oh, that's the thing. Does she have a feeling? Does she? Does she? Because she came after me when I was fucking bleeding. She did not come after you while you were fucking bleeding. No, she did not. You sent a shitty text that day on the group text that was shitty to her friend, saying you were so bad and bedridden and this and that. And then you show up at the party walking through going, oh, no one's here. It's dead. Being a total bitch on wheels. Shut up. And stop using your miscarriage as some sort of a weapon and a victim shroud to let you act however you want. It's crazy. You're learning housewives from the wrong book. Well, okay. You need to get out of the R section. I mean... Yeah, I agree with every single thing that you said. I will say, though, I mean, dur during that confrontation, Sutton was 100% passive aggressive. I'm not going to I'm not going to say that Sutton was an angel during that. But ultimately, they did talk it out. Sutton was like, I apologize. Like, I came in really hot. And they it was like in front of everyone. And the fact that she was, but this is also the Sutton started that, but this was also the conversation where they didn't, they acted like Sutton was lying yeah, about I her agree. miscarriages no, it was, and trying to use her. I know, no, I, I agree. I agree 100%. I'm just saying, like, Sutton wasn't totally innocent, but she also did apologize for her partner and she did ultimately realize, and Diana accepted it. And they had what seemed to be like a pretty, like, a good conversation at Kyle's house, probably because of Jamie Lee Curtis. And now here's Diana just going right back to it, just the way Rinna went right back to it. And then they it. went to lunch, yeah. and she apologized again, and they thought they were good until Diana went for her again in public. And then they went to lunch again, and they thought they were good until Diana went for her. Oh, so then, so old. So then um, 
<laughs> so she's saying this stuff. Then Kyle goes to Sutton, you can speak up and defend yourself, by the way. Which is like, <laughs> like <laughs> Kyle's just like, please say something stupid so we can pile on. So Diana's like, there's no defending. It's unforgivable. I got out of my fucking deathbed to come to Garcelle's dust-filled birthday party and she shamed me. It's unforgivable, especially since she had two miscarriages that she hid from everybody and I'm the first one to hear it. And so if it's such a hard thing for her to talk about, and then why don't you understand that it's a hard thing to talk about so i'm sorry but she knew what she was doing i was like this logic how is it a hard thing to talk about you have not stopped talking about it you have not fucking stopped talking about it you've talked about it in every scene you've been on you've talked about it on Instagram. you won't shut up about it because you're taking it and you're using it that's not cool yeah she was trying to actually connect with you so um yeah crystal's basically like yeah none of Sutton's apologies are even gonna matter I mean like those at some point you can only defend yourself so much before you just have to stop you know so then Diana's like I'm gonna we leave. get a super cut of Sutton apologizing a million times you know which she is kind of the Ramona of apologies it's like okay well I'm very sorry okay you know what I'm I saying say okay. things that get me in trouble okay okay just basically hi so um Diana's like goodbye I'm going you're going? How are you the aggrieved party here? I know. She just literally called <laughs> Sutton the C-word, ganged up with Erica, bullied her. So she leaves. The Sutton's like, does this thing with her hand. She's like, all right, go back to hotel. She can leave. She can leave. So um, Garcelle is surprised because she felt like after the conversation that she had with Diana at her house that she, Diana was going to give her a chance. But now she's realizing that Diana, what, what she says and what, how she acts are two totally different things. And Sutton's crying, and she's like, I'm not being dramatic, you guys. I'm just, I've had enough. I've had enough. And Kyle tells us, well, you know, people speak their minds in this group, and Diana's being real. You know, some people will say she's being mean, but she's being open and honest. <laughs> oh, my God. So those are, so you're on Diana's side even after this, because at least it was honest. I my can't. God. <laughs> even deal with it who is the cup fitness here I who is it? Deal with it and then like oh son's just like God. sobbing in the corner just sobbing and i'm just like yeah it's just like just and erica and diana are just laughing and then diana's leaving like she's the big victim here what a couple of assholes Total. what a group of assholes oh my god and just to see it so blatantly put out there that this is what they do every single time and it's not working this time you know you do not have people on your side people see you you're all fucking full of shit and diana especially i mean it looks like i mean this isn't even like a deep prediction because it looks like it's pretty obvious that rena has gone deleting all the bravo stuff from her instagram and blocking everybody and all of that and then you've got diana they can't bring diana back so no. you know lord cleanse this show it needs this it. show you guys are full of absolute shit i hate watching some of these people now and i love this show i actually really love beverly hills but diana's trash diana is pure garbage get rid of her as a human as a castmate get rid of her this show needs to just like sit on ice for a little bit like just give it a longer break than it normally does and still gets great ratings which is why this really won't happen but like they need to like put it on ice for a little bit they need to clean house i think you get rid of rinna i think you get rid of um erica i think you get rid of um uh diana diana thank you um, you keep Garcelle, you keep Sutton. I mean, I, regrettably, I think you have to keep Kyle because she gets us so angry. You sort of have, but she gets us angry in like a, like 
in a you're such a fucking pot stirrer, you know? Like, you sort of have to have that presence on there, even though, like... Well, well we've got the... You know, what I like about that is you've got Sutton and Garcelle who are not playing the reindeer games, right? So if you get rid of Lisa, Dinah's a non-factor, you know, in general. But get rid of her, get rid of Rinna. That's two more cheerleaders taken away. And we already see Kyle losing her damn mind yeah. at this point, especially this episode. So you take away those. Then you've got Dorit, who's very easily changed. You know, Dorit's sitting on that fence right now. But I don't think that Dorit is, a hun- you know, we saw what she did to Vanderpump, who got her on the yeah. show. So keep I, I would love to see them just slowly keep chipping away at Kyle because it's Kyle's turn. Yeah. It is Kyle's turn. I don't want Kyle to leave now. I want Kyle to have a season where she has to take it from everyone. Every side, get some Kyle. I think it's just like you have to get rid of Erica. Just you know, I've I've always said she doesn't have like a real personality. It feels like it feels like she just adopts a personality that she thinks is like the appropriate one for the show. We don't we don't see anything of her life beyond her assistance, and she has she ushered in the era of of excessive glam on Bravo, especially on this show. And Rinna has decided like Rinna is like is like a Erica super fan, which is great in real life. Be, be like, she's your friend. She's your friend. But like Rinna is just sort of like a lap dog. And she had Rinna sort of like lost her way in trying to be like Erica. I say, get rid of both of them because they're not bringing anything like interesting to the show. They're just bringing something annoying to the show. And um, I think, yeah, you, you build in some new people. There's, there's enough crazy asses in Beverly Hills. They could repopulate the show without a problem. And I think it would still work. But you keep Garcelle, you keep Sutton, you keep Kyle, you keep Dorit, and then build out from there and see what happens. We'll see. Time will tell. But, <laughs> man. And and it also makes sense why they're making this Aspen, all these Aspen pre-plays. Because, you know, this whole season has been Rinna trying to deflect from Aspen, putting everything on everybody else, saying all this stuff that Kathy supposedly does, which we'll see what comes up. But um, now we're starting to see where this deflection is really coming yeah. from. I mean, the next week clips with Erica, you know, with Crystal saying, you know, I mean, you should give that diamond, those diamond earrings back. And Erica going, why? So you could be a good person? Is that why you think that? I don't care about anybody but myself. Yeah. And just being totally vile. I mean, now we see why the deflection. Yes, so, exactly. Interesting. I'm. I'm. I get enraged by it, but I, you know, I still really like watching the show. I'm glad it's on. So yeah, I mean, we'll I, I enjoy watching it, but I just, I think it's uh, the 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 social media world around it has become really toxic at their own doing, and I think that Bravo doesn't like that. We saw after season four of New York, Bravo changed that up. We saw again, obviously, the late the last season of New York, Bravo literally, I mean, just buried their their golden egg with that broke their golden egg killed their broken egg <laughs> whatever you want to say about their gold ate their gold they destroyed their golden egg because they were like it's too toxic so i think beverly hills has got to be careful so anyway we'll probably talk about this a million more times well, they renamed their golden egg yeah they they re they renamed their golden it. egg and officially segregated it <laughs> so that'll be interesting Anyway, that brings us to the end of uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We'll be back later this week with a Salt Lake City trailer breakdown and Southern Charm. And remember, we're off on Monday, so our normal Monday recaps, including Winter is Crappening, will be out on Tuesday. Bye, everyone. 
I... Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickolus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Erica, 500 days of summers. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Hail the cork master, the master of the cork, it's Jennifer Corcoran. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Better do what she says, it's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.